Today's episode is brought to you by Free Lunch Coffee. You know we can't live without coffee around here. It's basically in our bloodstream. But what if our coffee could do more than wake us up and make us feel human? What if it could do good in the world? Let me introduce you to Free Lunch Coffee, a coffee company on a mission to end hunger in the lives of underprivileged children. When you buy just one bag of Free Lunch Coffee, you provide 10 meals to children in need. Free Lunch Coffee also gives away 50% of the money they make to end hunger in the lives of young children. Free Lunch Coffee is specialty grade, certified organic, and fair trade. They offer a 100% money-back guarantee for 30 days. If you don't absolutely love it, they will give you a full refund, and you can keep the coffee too. They also have some amazing custom-made mugs and tumblers. There's a purple one that caught my eye on the site, not gonna lie. And remember, every purchase from Free Lunch Coffee provides 10 meals to feed children in need. Free Lunch Coffee is offering a 10% discount to all of our listeners. Use coupon code LOVINGBDSM at checkout to save. That's LOVINGBDSM, all one word, to save 10%. Check it out at freelunchcoffee.com. That's freelunchcoffee.com. Or use the link in the show notes. You're listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 250. Too fitting. Uh, yeah, that. I like it because it's a round number, but clearly you're having fun too. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, it's going to be a long episode. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the you think you're amusing, John Brownstone. I know. (laughs) Today, we're talking about why this BDSM power exchange DS kinky thing we do is a journey, as cliche as that sounds. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, that's LovingDS1. Or you can subscribe to us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday prior to the Friday when it's available. So if you got a little time on your hands, come join us on YouTube. (laughs) All links are in the show notes. Okay, here we are. Uh, Before we get into the topic, a couple of announcements. I had to take notes for this week, y'all. So the one announcement we keep talking about, Patreon membership drive, is Mm -hmm. continuing through the month of January. Um, If you join or if you're already a member, you're already in for this. If you join in January, we are giving out stickers. And yes, we're mailing internationally. Um, the designs have been posted in Patreon and I'm slowly trickling out the designs onto social media, especially Instagram at that handle I hate, um, if you would like to see them. Uh, and um, everybody at the $2 tier and up, uh, when we start sending out stickers, everybody's getting a loving BDSM logo sticker, but then there's other designs and that depends on your tier. And I'm still trying to figure that out and blah, blah, blah. So why should you join our Patreon other than to get a sticker? Um, <laughs> you get access to Discord server. You get access to a monthly live stream Q&A where we answer your mm-hmm. questions. You get access to a behind the scenes podcast. Um, you get sneak peeks of videos. Uh, and then there's perks based on your tier. Um and this is the thing I think I have forgotten to say, and I'm like, but this is super important. We set a goal 
that if we get to 200 Patreon members, and it's not like we get to 200 in January and then in February we're down to 150, that won't do. Like if we can get to 200 and kind of stay in that range, mm-hmm. we will commit to adding a short podcast episode every week to go with our long podcast episode. So mm-hmm. podcast listeners, hi. Hi, would you like some more of this in shorter format? You can have it. Um, <laughs> and we're currently, as of day recording, at 175. 25 more people. We're also doing a special. <laughs> if you join as an annual member, um, every time you join as an annual member, anytime through the year, there's always a slight discount. But in January, you get two months free. So you pay for 10 months, get 12 months of access. Um, so there is that. Patreon.com slash Kayla Lords is the link. You can use the link in the show notes. Uh, you can use the link in the description box on YouTube. Uh, the link is... It's pretty much like right up front and center. If you go to the website, lovingbdsm.net, mm-hmm. we, we tried to put it on all the good places. So there is that. Um, and then second update, Kinky Book Club is going on. I have to make a slight schedule mm-hmm. change for the month of January. <laughs> I don't know why I said that the book, the video for the book club would come out on a Monday of any given week of any given fucking year because Monday is my busiest day. <laughs> We're going to make it the last Friday of the month, which for January is January 29th. That will give uh, John Brownstone time to finish uh, rereading the book because somebody has finished it and somebody has not. Um, but also that'll be a better day to sit and <laughs> chat in the comments when the video goes <laughs> live. So... January 29th, uh, the videos every month for Kinky Book Club will come out on the last Friday of the month. If I have to do a schedule change, I'll try and let you know in advance. But that is the plan. So, okay, we can now get into the topic. (laughs) Um, The topic is about how uh, uh, this thing that we do, in our opinion, it's a journey. Uh, let's put air quotes around that word because usually what happens is I say journey and so I can hear the collective groan and feel the shift in the forces. Everybody rolls their eyes because the term journey is such a fucking cliche. I don't have a better word. If I could come up with a better word, I would use one, but it's because it's kind of fucking true. Um, I had to write notes because I wanted us to kind of hit points because here's the thing. The whole episode could be me going, you know, this BDSM thing we do is a journey. And JB could go, you know, you're right. And we go, okay, we're done. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) But is it about the journey or the destination? And that's, you want to know what? That question is what led to this uh, topic because Mm -hmm. our good friend CDC um, asked easily 18 months ago for us to talk about the difference between the destination versus the path that you take to get there. And I swear we did an episode on it and I cannot find it. So Mm. I don't know what the hell I called it or what kind of tangent we went on. Um, (laughs) So I feel like even if we have talked about that before, we're bringing it back, we're coming Mm -hmm. back to it. Um, And I think that's the very top note that I, that I made for this. Okay. We're going to try and be organized. Okay. Uh, what does it mean to go on a journey? It sounds like you're trying to reach a destination. Yes. And right. Cause when you go on a journey, you're trying to get from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. But I think most of us think about getting to the point B, which in this case could be becoming your best Dom self or finding a power exchange relationship or whatever it might be. And I'm thinking of, yeah, but what did we do to get from point A to point B? That's the journey. Right. And, you know, when I first came into the lifestyle, especially when I I 
came into the live to the uh, live community. Um, I I thought, well, okay, you know, now I'm going to absorb, learn, and pick up the tools I need to get to a specific point. What was that specific point in your mind at the time? Um, at that point, it was, um, I mean, to be a decent dom, to to know how to handle implements of ass destruction. And I, at that time, I looked at it as an end point. Mm. And that changed over time. Because I realized... I'm never quite going to reach the destination. The destination is you're not you're no longer among the living. Life is over. You've you've reached the end of your life. Yeah. That's the destination mm -hmm. ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of look at it as I think the same way. I did the whole okay, the the end point is I'm going to be a submissive whatever the fuck that meant. Uh, I'm going to be in a DS relationship whatever the fuck that yeah. meant. And then that relationship ended and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to heal my broken heart." And then eventually. And what I the way I look at those things now is that so I'm a very goal-oriented person. Right. Love to have a good goal. Thanks. <laughs> but every time I get near a goal or reach a goal, I don't just stop. I don't just go, okay, I'm done now, and I sit still. Mm -hmm. I always, I'm always creating another goal beyond that. Yeah. So to me, if we are thinking of all this in terms of a journey, these are these so, are mile markers. I, these I, are milestones. I, I think of them as pit stops. I was thinking this. I almost said pit stop. I almost said pit stop. Oh, look yeah. at us. We've been doing because, that. Because, you know, you, you, you know, you, you, it, it's not the destination. You're just making a stop till you go on to the next chapter. And you might be, let's use your pit stop analogy because I like it. You might be at your pit stop for five minutes. You might be there for five mm -hmm. years. But eventually something's going to shift or change or you're going to go, hmm, I got to do something else now. Right. Or, oh, I want to do this thing but slightly differently. And you're back on that path and you're still on the journey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I do think that that's where I think in general, like general life advice, that's not just about power exchange. I think that's where a lot of people run into problems because they have this idea in their head that if they can just get to this end point, this destination, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be a dom. I'm going to have a sub. I'm going to learn how to use this one toy. And they don't think beyond that or they don't. I don't think you have to think beyond that. I, they don't realize that there are things beyond that. You get to that point and then you kind of have to look around and go, well, now what? And sometimes we're consciously going, okay, now what? And we're picking something else. Mm -hmm. I'm all for that. And sometimes what happens is you learn the thing, you get the thing, you find the thing, you meet the person, whatever. And, and the problem I find with the destination kind of thing is some people think that Oh, the moment I can, I feel comfortable calling myself a, a dom or the moment I have a partner or the moment I've done this thing, I will be happy and life will be perfect. And what mm -hmm. ends up happening is you get there and your life was no different from the day before or the day after unless you decide yeah. to do something. And I think that can set people up for disappointment mm -hmm. when you are so focused on getting to a specific point and not remembering that there's going to be a point after that. And even to say this, and I'm going to use rope as an example sure. for this, because I, I think that kind of will will tie it up nicely. <laughs> Rope <laughs> puns, we got them. Anyway, you know, you 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 become interested in doing rope, let's say, mm -hmm. and for some people, floor bondage 
That's where fine. you're not suspended, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. Um, that That's what interests them, and they have no desire to go any further to mm-hmm. learn anything beyond that. So it kind of is a, a destination, per se, but at the same time, you're still always looking to learn new ties, you know, different techniques, different Perfecting things. Perfecting what you already know, Perfecting getting better at it. Perfecting what you already know, it. getting better at it. So you, you still can continue to grow in that. For others, they may learn floor bondage, and they're like, oh, I like this so much, I want to take the next step mm-hmm. to suspension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it kind of comes in varying degrees. And, and I do think that they're... That's where we can get into, I think, further down in my notes, the idea that sometimes you won't have another goal in mind. You're in your power exchange relationship and you're super mm-hmm. happy with that person. Okay, there's no point to get to past that in the sense of I'm not out here looking for a new partner. But what are you going to do within that relationship? If the whole point is I'm going to get a kinky partner and then you stop, well, that's stagnation. That's where nothing new is happening. And I will say in my experience that even if you are not actively making choices to um, improve yourself or to learn more things or to grow as a human being, life is happening to you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you are still on a journey. It just may be a journey that you don't feel like you have any control over, which that happens to all of us regardless. That's uh, that that can happen at any point, no matter how much we're trying to make life good for ourselves. Um, it can get chaotic. It can, what in the other thing I tend to see in relationships that don't think about the evolution of, okay, now I got to the pit stop of we're in a relationship. What am I going to do with that? Now I'm on this new journey. Mm-hmm. I'm on this new path. Um, they, you know, either everything stagnates and resentment builds because they never move on from that point. They think, oh, I checked that box. I don't ever have to do anything more. I don't have to learn more about my partner. I don't have to keep communicating. I don't have to learn new skills. I don't have to get better at communicating myself. You know, like all these things. That kind of sounds boring. It's very boring. But I also (laughs) think that if the other partner in that situation is not stagnating like that, they're unhappy. They're growing. Sometimes we grow in different directions from a partner. And sometimes... I had a whole marriage like this. One of us grows and the other one doesn't because the other one was like, my whole purpose was to get you to like me good enough that you would be with me forever. Aren't I done? That does not make for a good, well-rounded, healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And so by not making choices to do things, to evolve, to grow, to keep thriving in a relationship, you're actively making the choice to shut it down and to to slow that growth or to stagnate it. And then next thing you know, your partner's like, what the fuck are we doing here? I'm miserable. And you're, and I say this because I have probably still somewhere in, in archives have old emails of an ex who's like, but we were so happy. And it's like, no baby, you were happy because you got to that point and then you were not on a journey with me anymore. We were not mm-hmm. trying to grow together. Right. And I think that that's a thing to think about if you do consider this journey For us, we'd say pit stop. I've done this thing. Mm -hmm. What am I doing next? Because we're goal-oriented people. But if you're using your rope analogy, all you want to learn is floor bondage. Yeah. Okay. Well, the journey, it's a a slightly different path from that point. What are you going to do with that floor bondage? Right. But see, you you, you have the floor bondage. And from that, 
you could chest harnesses, arm binders, leg bindings, all, all the different things you could do. This kind of rope, that kind of rope. Right. There's this partner that I play with this way. There's that mm -hmm. partner. So every destination, if we're going to use that pit stop goal, can also be the starting point of new goals, of new destinations, yeah. of new places to go on the path, on the journey. The whole thing is a journey because along the way, uh, there are twists and there are turns. There's mm -hmm. twists and turns from point A to point B and then point B to point C are little pit stops. There are also twists and turns. So from point A to point B, uh, met John Brownstone, moved in with John Brownstone. We were in a long distance, 24-7 DS relationship. It looked mm -hmm. a very specific way. The goal was to live together. That, that was our right. point B. We're not changing that. We're happy with that. Okay, so we had to pivot, though, because living together didn't mean we couldn't be DS anymore. Obviously, that was what we wanted, but we couldn't do DS the way we had done before. So the, the path we took to get from point A to point B was never going to work for the path from point B, which was moving in together to point C, which I would say- a fork in the road. It was a little fork in the road. We used a lot of the same skills we had. We used a lot of the same tools, lots Correct. of communication, um, lots of you know sexy fun and let's get kinky together and a lot mm -hmm. of those things. But those aren't the destination either. Those are just the things you use. It's like being in your car. It's the tool that gets you there. It's the thing that helps move you along that yeah. path. Um, especially communication. So we had a turn, not to a different goal, but to a way in a way to adjust how we were going to maintain that goal, what life was going to look like. And along the way, even from that point, we've had pivots and turns and oh, yeah. that road angles sometimes to the left and, and some, <laughs> God help you, sometimes you're going up the fucking hill of this path. Yeah and things are moving slow and you're frustrated and then you get to the top and next thing you know, you're going down like a fucking roller coaster and you're like, oh my God, this is too chaotic. Um, I might've gotten, this analogy might've gotten away from me, but that's part of this journey. Yeah. So I say this, I think most people are like, yeah, we know this. Okay, I'm saying this as a person who likes to make a plan, likes <laughs> it to be very detailed. Um, we have, um, I can't remember what they're called, but they're basically the subheadings within within your uh, table of contents, your plan. Your, like an outline? Yeah, with your bullet points. And I like it to be super detailed so I can attempt to anticipate what will happen next. I like that. That makes me happy. If I just follow the plan, life will be perfect, says Miss uh, Anxiety Riddled Perfectionist. Except real life doesn't fucking work that way. Yeah. <laughs> and your plan, the bare broad outline of a plan might work. But all those little details of exactly what you were going to do next to make this exact thing work out perfectly mm -hmm. almost never fucking works. If it does work, count yourself lucky, write it down on the calendar. It will not work again. Okay, celebrate the fact that it fucking worked. Um, so when we talked about very first episode of 2021, we did our BDSM checklist rug. Hmm. We're going to start doing these things differently in RDS because the path, the journey we're on right now is that we're together, mm -hmm. but there's... Not in a bad way. Mom and dad aren't getting divorced, don't worry. But there's a little bit of a distance with us. We're walking the same path in parallel, but we're not as connected as we once right. were in terms of our power exchange. Not because anything bad's happened, because life has happened. I think hopefully we're still parallel. Mm -hmm. 
So we have this plan of these things we were gonna do that would help our paths converge again into one and we would be together in our power exchange in a stronger, more solid way. None of that has happened yet. No. And it's not because we don't want it to. It's because things have happened and stuff is going on. And so, you know, I, I could have had a plan. I could have given you a hundred sheet PowerPoint, it's a hundred slide PowerPoint presentation yeah, of could. how we were going <laughs> to make this happen. Doesn't mean it. Right. And it also doesn't mean it won't happen. That's the other thing right. about the journey. You thought the rest area was at mile marker 10. Okay. The rest area is really at mile marker 25. Okay. You're yeah. like, you, you know, there are unexpected things that happen and moments you're trying to get to that don't happen when you think you're going to get to them. There's, there, there's two things that I, I, I think come into play in that. And it, it may sound a little woo-woo, but... Um, I think this whole episode is woo-woo. Go yeah. for it. I mean, there, there's two, two things, I think, that can, can move that from, move you from that pit stop, okay? One, sometimes you get into that comfort zone. Mm, you can get real comfortable with that. Okay? Oh, yeah. So you kind of have to push yourself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to get... To, to get rolling on that path again, all right? And the other is, is the little more woo-woo part. Sometimes things are set in motion when they're meant to be. Oh, yeah. I, fir I firmly believe that. I firmly, firmly believe that. We call it the universe. Other yeah. people will call, use a different name if they even mm -hmm. think of these things. And it is okay if you do not see the world this way. I... I always wanted to see the world this way, but it felt like everything was stacked against me. Like no matter how hard I worked towards a goal, I couldn't get there. Like it didn't matter what I did. And that can be very demoralizing. Mm -hmm. And luck changed, life changed. And what I have since learned is that when it feels impossible and no plan I have gets me further along the path of something, I'm usually on the wrong path. Mm -hmm. When we have a thing that we say, for our relationship. We don't say everybody else's is like this. It really is that if it's meant to be, it'll be not because we didn't have to work for it and it just like landed in our lap, but because when we're on the right path, when we're going in the right direction on our journey. The effort that we put into it, everything just kind of falls it into falls place. It falls into place. We still have to put the effort in. Right. We still have to work for it, but the working for it works it's and not something it's not happens. it's not a tedious uphill slog right i mean there are moments in life in relationships and in other parts of life where uh, is it sisyphus who pushes this the boulder up the hill and it keeps going back down i can't remember my mm. mythology but that myth of the person pushing this massive boulder yes. up a hill and then it going back down again i think we've all been there in life and sometimes yeah. that's just where you're at in life until some you you adjust the journey um but for us we have learned that if that's what we're going through then we're trying to do the wrong thing and it's time to make our own turn on that path mm -hmm. it's time mm -hmm. to make our own adjustment um and that's kind of how we approach things um i have had to get better i do this i think i do this perfectly fine in our power exchange i okay. suck at it in every other part of our life I am perfectly fine being on the journey. Part of it, in DS, part of it is because I'm happy to be doing it. Whatever we're doing, unless we're arguing, I'm, I'm happy that we're doing it together. Like, yeah. I'm I, I'm like, okay, what are we doing today? 
Same thing we did yesterday. That's fine. What are we doing today? Oh, we're doing something new. Okay. Planning to take over the world. Of, of course. <laughs> but which one of us is pinky and which one is the brain? That's the real question. <laughs> don't answer that. Um, so, you know, I don't think in terms of destinations with you. Now, I do think in terms of um, things we want to accomplish, but mm -hmm. I don't put a timeline on any of that stuff because I really am enjoying this journey with you. Like, Oh, yeah. Every day that's not an awful day is a great day. I'm happy in this relationship. Right. In other parts of my life, no, no, I don't have that mentality at all. Mm -hmm. I'm miserable more often than I should be because I'm not at the destination I'm trying to get to, and I've got to work on that. I'm, I'm working on it. Um, but that is why I so readily use that cliche because, mm -hmm. I mean, how how would I think of what the destination is for us? If it's not a journey and we're trying to get to an endpoint, what endpoint are we trying to get to together? We're already together. Right. So it's about what can we learn together? What can we experience together? And none of that ever feels finished. We experience something new together. I'm not thinking, okay, we're done now. Call it a day. I'm like, yeah. okay, what are we going to do next? And what are we going to do next? And everything we do together builds upon itself. Right. So there's a little bit of leveling up as you go. If you want to think in gaming terms, mm, somebody yeah, will have to there you go. You'll have to re deal with that analogy because you know I don't know anything beyond <laughs> leveling up. Uh, so the more we do together on this journey, the more I want to do with you, the more we can do because we learn things about each other, about ourselves. We learn things about the specific kink or some element of power exchange that we didn't know before, and it. All, we bring all of that knowledge and experience with us. Mm -hmm. And so that helps us navigate. Uh, in my outline, I talked about the, the bumps, <laughs> the bumps and the, 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 the not so great moments along a journey. Right. In our case, we're talking about the journey with our relationship, but you're having your own journey as an individual, whether you're in a relationship or not. Um, I know how easy it is to go, I'm a submissive, there's nothing else I have I have left to do. And I have gone through periods where I wasn't thinking about my submission very much. I don't read, a, you know, I'm not reading a bunch of books or blogs to improve my, I'm like, I'm a submissive, I'm done now. Uh, I'm not gonna say that's maybe the best way to do it, but if you're in that similar situation, you're not alone. I actually prefer to be doing something about this journey. Mm-hmm in conjunction with you. Yeah. Um, because I am a submissive whether we're together or not, but my submission currently is very tied to the, my relationship. So right. I'm not thinking about my submission as an individual and what it means to be submissive by mm, myself. Thinking of it as a, as a... Right. So when we're talking about this, we're clearly talking about it in a relationship, but you don't have to be in a relationship to acknowledge the path you're on, acknowledge your own journey, and to still have all the benefits that we're talking about. What you learn on day one, if you remember it and you, you know, <laughs> keep it as something that you recognize there's something to learn from it, it's with you on day 100. You know, it's have a flat tire on mile one, you're going to be thinking about it on mile 200 when your car <laughs> shimmies. You know, I mean, it's like that's that's all like part of the experience and the knowledge you and wisdom you gain as you move forward in life. Um, so, yeah, I can't even. I, I wish I could treat the rest of my life the way I treat our power exchange, because I think I'd be a lot calmer. <laughs> mm. 
Because I am, uh, we know, an impatient person. No, not you. And in the rest of my life, I want to get to certain points. I want to reach certain goals. And here in Power Exchange, and I'm not saying this is the best way to be, but it's certainly the least stressful for me right now. I'm happy to just sort of exist. Yeah. But what that has meant is, go back to the analogy I used before, we are on, we are going in the same direction, but our paths have, we're parallel to one another. Mm-hmm. We're, mm-hmm. in some ways, you have your own um, uh, off-roads. Yeah. Off-ramps on your own path because you have other partners and you have other experiences. And then you come, you know, but you're still somehow, you either always come back to the path or you're always on the path. My analogy is getting away from me here. Okay. Like, have you split into multiple versions of yourself? I've lost the thread of the Ooh, journey that's analogy. That's scary. <laughs> wow, that's scary. That's scary. We'll leave that one alone. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to talk about with the idea of this journey mm-hmm. analogy that we have beaten into the ground um, is the fact that you can start out with a pit stop, a destination, a mm-hmm. goal, pick your word, in mind. And then find that maybe you get there and that's not where you, you're like, oh, shit, I got here, but this is not where I want to be. And you immediately get on a new path. You take a turn. You go somewhere else. Or, and this is what I found to be true for myself, because of the stuff that's going on in the process of getting to that destination, mm-hmm. I end up in a place I didn't expect. I didn't plan for. True. And, and I, that kind of led me to a thought that, that kind of popped into my head. Um, you know, sometimes what you have to, to think about, it it's good to have a goal to work towards or a destination, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But... Do, do not get so caught up on making the destination become your whole being. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the journey in between. Don't forget to enjoy and and see the sights. Look so out the speak. window of the car. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't get so caught up tunnel vision mm-hmm. on, on, on reaching that destination, that, that pit stop that you miss what's going on around. Yeah, I should probably like write that down on a sticky note when I'm working. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think, here's what I'll say, and nothing is universally true. I just know it's true for me. When I'm super comfortable and confident in who I am in that situation, in that moment, I can just sit back and enjoy the ride. We're going to mm-hmm. go where we're going to go. We'll have some some things planned. We want to try yeah. wax play. Check that off the list. We want to do more rope. Check that off the list. We, You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm here to enjoy the ride because there's so much happening in between the pit stops, in between the next kinky thing we're mm-hmm. doing that that's, that's what I'm here for. I just want to be in this relationship with you and see where it takes us and yeah. see how we can grow together. While acknowledging, hey, watch out, there's a hole in the road. Hey, watch yeah. out, uh, you almost hit that squirrel. Hey, mm-hmm. watch, you know, while still watching out for things. I'm kind of liking this analogy. Um, <laughs> in other parts of my life where I am less confident, mm-hmm. and I am taking it back to a work analogy, other people will have a different kind of 
analogy, you know, thing to relate this to, I'm sure. But I'm not confident that I can reach the destination. So all I want to do is reach the destination. Mm. If we look at it in terms of power exchange, the destination was be a submissive in a DS relationship. When I first mm -hmm. went, oh my God, I'm submissive. Ultimately, that's what I wanted. I didn't know who that would be with. I didn't know what that would look yeah. like. I think I had an idea of what I thought that would look like. And then I quickly went, <laughs> oh, it'll look like whatever. And we did that. Mm -hmm. And that was not the end of anything. That was no. just the beginning. And so now I can just enjoy the road trip. Yeah. So to speak. Well, I mean, even for me, you know, there, there was a time when I came into the lifestyle and I said, okay, I want to be a dom. Hmm. And I had a vague idea of what that was yeah. and, and what, what it meant to be that. But along the way, my perception of what that is changed. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it was nothing like it was in the very beginning. It has become something very different. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a willingness to sort of accept that. And I think f I, not for some people, you get this idea in your head of who you are and what that means. And it's very difficult to shift gear. Mm -hmm. um, when we thought it was a sir, and I was baby girl, I was baby girl well before you were daddy. Yeah. But when it was sir, and I was like, are you, could you be a daddy, Dom? And the <laughs> that was their reaction. Uh, you couldn't fathom that. You mm -mm. thought it meant something, and right. you couldn't picture yourself within that definition of it. And right. yet here we are. Mm -hmm. So early days, if somebody had said, I bet you're a daddy dom, you'd have been like, what the fuck? If you even knew what it meant in the very early days. And then once you had a, a thought of what it probably meant in your mind based on what you knew at the time, you're like, no, I'm not that. And yet here you are. Yeah. And that to me is an example of, what you think you know at the beginning <laughs> is 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 not what you're gonna know yeah. when you're well well down the path when you got a few miles under mm -hmm. you and your perception of what things mean and are and how you interact with them can shift and ought to shift because frankly the the things we think we know before we've got any lived experience, before we've met other people, before we've seen and accepted and acknowledged that there are infinite ways to experience power exchange. We're looking at things from an extremely narrow framework based on mostly lack of knowledge. We know one thing about one thing and we're basing our entire belief system off of power exchange, off that little bit of knowledge. That's like, that's moment one, that's step one of this journey, mile one, if you will. Um, and it's what you learn along the way that expands your horizons, lets you see more of what's out there, allows you to hopefully more easily diverge from the very narrow picture you have in your mind of what kink means to you in those early days. And, and then it expand your horizons and, and have more experiences and get to places you didn't think you would ever get to. You know, I promise you 20 years ago, somebody had said, Daddy Dom to John Brownstone. He'd been like, what the fuck? And here he is now, he's fucking embraced it. Part of it is, it didn't mean whatever he thought it meant all that time ago. He's also made it mean what he wants it to mean for him. That's a big thing that people forget about kink. 
We need labels and words so we can have a common language with which to discuss these things. But we often forget that we can also put our own interpretation on that. We can reclaim words sometimes. We can not twist them, but we can look at them through a broader definition or a more or a narrower definition in order to feel comfortable with those. We can say, this is what being a baby girl means to me without negating what it means to everybody else. And until you have the experience and the knowledge to do that, you do look at those things very narrowly and you do define yourself um, with or against those things and you think you're on a very specific path in power exchange. And then you wake up five years later and you're living your best, I don't know, pony play life. And you're like, I didn't even fucking like animals when I started, what the fuck? How am I a pony now? When I was like, no, I'm totally a, a 50s housewife kind. Like you don't know where it's gonna take you is what right. I mean. Right. Because it's the the more you learn and the more you experience, the more opportunities open up. Keeping our journey analogy, the more, more paths and off ramps off the mm-hmm. highway open up and you're like, oh, I could go try that. It oh, branches I could out. Stop. Yeah. And then it's, and that's then when you learn that none of us are on one singular path, we're on a path that twists and turns Mm -hmm. and diverges in many places and also connects with other people. And for a time you'll be on a similar path with this person and maybe that person and maybe this person over there and then they'll diverge again and you'll, you know, I mean, I'm- I feel like we're in the middle of a Robert Frost poem at the moment. Oh, we probably are. (laughs) (laughs) Probably are. I really don't think any of that, for anybody who who embraces the journey concept, none of this is new. None of this is um, mind blowing. For, I'm kind of hoping for folks who normally roll their eyes at the idea of a journey, maybe we've uh, given you another way to think about it. You don't have to use the word journey. I, every time I say journey, I roll my eyes because it is so fucking overused. Mm -hmm. Uh, Path, if you like that. Uh, Feel free to use our pit stop analogies. (laughs) You're on the road (laughs) to somewhere. Um, uh, I think that um, I like what you said about, you know, not having tunnel vision. I think that's where, I know that's where I screw up. I get serious tunnel vision about stuff and I don't notice anything else but this thing I'm working towards. And then if I'm not getting there fast enough, uh, I get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really missing the things on the the periphery. I'm not looking out, out the car window at that point, watching the scenery go by. Um, and then, I don't know. I feel like we've beaten this analogy into the ground. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just life is change life is a journey life is a highway if you are into music (laughs) classic rock uh that song sounds wow i'm i'm i usually it's me that goes there but you know it's wow yeah good one good one and i would say if you hate the journey analogy figure out a way you can think about it that you can relate to it better so you're not your eyes don't roll out of your head but i would say that destinations can be 
goals for pit stops yeah can be handy for making progress as a human so i want to learn a new skill i want to achieve a new goal i want to do something that i think will be fun or will better my life or will make me a stronger kinky person or whatever whatever mm-hmm. i think those markers are good to have but it's important to remember that okay you're going to get to that point but one, what's going to happen along the way? And are you going to pay attention to what's happening along the way? Because there's a lot to learn just from the process you go through. And two, what are you going to do after that? You know, you reached that goal. Mm-hmm. Great. What happens next? Do you just stop? Or do you only do that specific thing over and over and over again for the rest of your life? For me, that sounds like hell. I want to go learn something new. I want to go have a sure. different experience. I want to set a new goal. Um, because from my view... The journey that we're on, we're talking about kink and power exchange, but in general, the journey starts when you're born and ends when life is over. The whole fucking thing's a journey. What the fuck are you going to do with it? And for kinky people, I would just, especially if you're really new and you're really certain about what kink means to you and what kind of dom or sub or rigger or rope bunny or whatever, whatever, whatever you want to be. <laughs> I just, if you were like super certain when you've been here five minutes, I'm just telling you, I'd love to have a conversation with you when you've been here a couple of years. Cause I think if you're open to it and you are willing to learn from everything that happens and you're willing to explore and you're willing to attempt to the best of your abilities, because not all of us are good at this, to be kind of flexible. I still struggle with that myself. You'll find that in a couple mm-hmm. years time, maybe less, maybe a couple months time, you're, you've learned new things, your eyes are open, you your perspective has changed, and the things you were so certain about on day one, a lot less certain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. I got nothing else to say about that topic. Hmm. I mean, I think we really did like overdo the analogy. And then we we shifted off into a gaming analogy for a couple of minutes and it came back and, mm-hmm. oh, we probably should have done a drinking game, take a shot every time. <laughs> Somebody said journey, pit stop, path. I don't know. Don't do that. No, I don't want to be responsible no, legally for no, anybody's no, 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 no. hospital Please stays. Don't. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I think about that. Do you have anything else you want to? No, I, I don't think, I mean, you know, just other than, you know, be open to new possibilities and and that, that don't keep your eye on the destination so much, you know, enjoy the journey, have fun with it, you know, just, just go with it. You, yeah. Sometimes you, you just have to go with it. So much is going to come across your path yeah and it some of it's gonna be fun stuff you're like whoa Mm -hmm. i didn't know about that and some of it's gonna be like roadblocks and some (laughs) of it's gonna be frustrating and some of it's gonna be positive and some of it's gonna feel threatening because you're like i didn't expect Mm -hmm. this and then it's gonna lead to new adventures and new paths and like there's oh my god yes i'm getting i'm like getting really existential here and philosophical um yeah i don't know if that helps anybody but I'm kind of glad we said it because we have so many episodes of us going, oh, it's a journey we know. It's a journey. But here, this is what the fuck we think. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so. We'll, we're going to have a bonus section. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have an emoji of the week. 
Mm. Uh, we got stuff to talk about in the bonus section. Yeah. So we're going to do that now. Okay. Okay. So are we good? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all. And we'll see you next week. Do I hear something? <laughs> I just heard the cat, heard the cat. <laughs> Daddy, can I please talk to the crickets? Go ahead. Thank you. Emoji of the week. Uh, I don't think this one's going to come as a shock to anybody. We're going to make it a car. Because they're going on a journey. If you would you like go. to pick a different mode of transportation from your transportation emojis, go for it. A bus. Uh, I don't know if there's a truck. I don't know if there's a train. I don't know. I just thought car because we're going on a journey. Um, yeah. 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 Okay, that's our emoji of the week. A, a vehicle emoji, we'll say. I'll probably go with car. Um... <laughs> What do we have for the bonus section? You said there was tons to talk about. Yeah, we got lots of stuff to we talk do? about. We do? Well, I, we, we, we have made a discovery about Onyx. <gasps> Onyx the cat. Um, Onyx the cat. Yes, who should be my um, sole cat, but she's too We We have discovered she is part borrower. <laughs> um, the other day, I, I was hooking up a new reading light on our bed, and... I discovered a cache behind the bed that the cat had started. There was a um, Q-tip, a dryer sheet. <laughs> a used Q-tip? Yeah. Like went into the trash can. And uh, among a couple other things, last night, apparently she went on a um, excavation in the kitchen and she grabbed a spatula. It's a little, little, mini, little spatula. mini spatula. I use it when I'm scrambling eggs. Yeah. And uh, she collected it. <laughs> and left it in the bedroom. Yeah. Covered in egg. I had not washed dishes. <laughs> <sighs> so, um, yeah, she, um, she, she picks things up and... and Stashes them. She does. Mm-hmm. And plays with them. Now, she is yep. still, we probably need to take it away from her, which means we need to get more. We've had her since October. Yes. When we got her and they put her in the carrier that we brought her home in, the little toys that they had put in her little kennel cage thing at the shelter, they put in her box. And it was little stuff that clearly people, at volunteers had brought in, like teeny tiny little um, uh, plushy toys that are in the shape of mice that are like just over the size of a quarter, like super tiny, and a twisted up um, pipe cleaner. Pipe cleaner. Yep. She still plays with both. Yeah. The little stuffed plushy mouse. It was hot pink. Uh, looks like it's seen better days. As does the pipe cleaner, which in some places is uh, no longer fuzzy and is mm-hmm. just a wire. We really need to take that away from her. Now, she's got a shit ton of toys. Okay. We have spoiled yeah. these pets like we, I would have spoiled children if I had money when they were younger. <laughs> uh, they had tons of toys. She has tons of toys, but those are her two favorite. Mm-hmm. They were made her two favorite. 
Um, but I think because they're wearing out, she's like, I need other small things. Oh, look, here's a used Q-tip. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Which kills me because she can open and has and does open the drawer in the bathroom where the Q-tips are held. So she could get a I'm new I'm almost one. like, I'd, I'd rather you open that drawer and take out a clean one, okay? Yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. just help us out here. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Um, Ella, the 15 year old's cat, is super sweet and lets, us, lets me pick her up and cuddle with her at least mm-hmm. once a day. She kind of demands it, she, which I'm okay with. Uh, she is a total scratcher and we had to buy so far one, she has her own scratching post in the 15 year old's bedroom. We had to get one for the living room because she was trying to scratch up the upholstery on the dining room chairs that we bought just like Six months ago, they're brand new. We hope this thing lasts 20 years. Yeah. So she's a scratcher and will scratch anything and everything, including Lola. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes. Lola is wonderful. She Mm -hmm. has a vet appointment um, on Thursday. We're recording on Wednesday. Um, And hopefully after that appointment, the vet will say that her... Skin condition has cleared up and we don't have to like constantly give her medications. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the eye drops worked. Oh, and you don't have to bathe her twice a week anymore. Maybe once a week or once a month or whatever. So <sighs> that's what yeah. we're hoping for. Mm-hmm. So that's our pet update. Yep. What else? I think that's, I really think that's all we had. I, just I, our pets. I have started <laughs> digging through the pile of wood in the garage. That's true you've been organizing your wood yeah that uh, is not a euphemism no it's not (laughs) um harbor freight had a a sale on um garage storage shelves Mm -hmm. and i bought one and now that i am uncomfortable with my new saw and I know it's working properly. I have started cutting all that wood up into usable pieces and mm-hmm. and getting rid of what can't be used and 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 so much wood. So much so much wood and, and the shelf is, is pretty much full at this point already. So now it's time to make things to empty the shelf yes, out. Yes. I uh, attempted to uh, make a stern face and say in a stern voice I see, Y'all can stop laughing now uh, about how he shouldn't buy any more wood until he's used up the wood he's got. Uh, that didn't go over. So well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I do have news. How did I? And 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 I yes, Silent Wing, pur- the Purple Heart is back. So much Purple Heart um, wood. Purple Heart is an exotic wood that yeah. looks very purpley if you are not aware of what it looks mm-hmm. like. And uh, yeah, when I when I made the last trip to uh, Orlando, I, so much wood. I, I bought I, I, and I bought out what I was able to find at, at both Rockler and <laughs> and and Woodcraft. So got a nice little uh, uh, stack of Purple Heart, and that's been being cut up and put to use. Mm-hmm. You made a bunch of slapsticks for the shop. Yes. If you're yep. new here, he has a shop called The Kinkery, thekinkery.com. There you go. <laughs> Weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
That's my so, little plug. Got to get one in every episode. There you go. There you go. So uh, yeah, got got that back up and running, and um, I, I had a bunch of other exotic wood too that I hadn't been able to do much with, and I'm I'm getting that all cut up and ready to uh, to do stuff. With. And I saw you sketching out new ideas. Yep. And we've been talking about new ideas. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very exciting. Yep. I do have news. Of course you do. I- <laughs> <laughs> so thankfully, it's the bonus section. So y'all are like hardcore fans. Some of y'all are OGs. Me forgetting monumental news about myself will come as a shock to know. <laughs> so I'll start with the less exciting. Uh, we've been playing with the cricket. Uh, was trying to get the stickers for the Patreon thing like settled and sorted. And the stickers themselves are fine. I'm still trying to debate on paper. I'm like super picky but also don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on sticker paper. You should not have to spend hundreds of dollars, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I want to make sure it's good sticker paper anyway. And in the process, we found out that uh, we have to replace the drum of our printer because it wasn't printing well. Mm-hmm. And we did everything the troubleshooting said. And like the last thing left was here, spend this money and replace yeah. the drum. In well, even after, even after I went in there and took it all apart and cleaned everything. Yeah, yeah, like still we did everything we were supposed to do. Helped it a little bit, but not, yeah. Not, so I was like, okay. So we are working on playing with the cricket, the paper cutter, if you don't know what a cricket is. Um, and that's going well. And that's super mm-hmm. exciting. Except the whole paper thing is an issue. Um, and when did I do that? Was it Monday? Tuesday? Tuesday, I no, think. No, today's Wednesday. It must have been Monday. Monday. Then it was Monday. You're right. I ordered a sewing machine and a massive amount of stuff to get started with quilting. Yeah. And if the tracking is still accurate, the sewing machine will be here today. Today! <laughs> um i so we had an adventure and i can't remember date wise on this so i'm sure i'm repeating a story but i don't know when i said it last uh late last week we went into a quilt shop mostly because i wanted to get a feel for the not quilt shop sewing Sewing shop shop. sorry sewing shop there is a quilt quilting shop uh in another part of town that i have not gone to yet um, we went to the sewing machine shop because I was like, okay, let me find out. I wanted to learn about like how are their repairs and what brands do they carry and blah, blah, blah. And they sat me down for demos of two machines. I loved both of them. One of them was purple, uh, but they were both over $2,000. And I went, <laughs> I don't even know how to use a sewing machine. I've never said what I, but I was trying to talk myself into how I could totally justify a $2,000 purple sewing machine. I did not get a $2,000 machine. Um, and then I was looking at my savings quilting fund and I was like, oh crap, the machine that my first choice prior to the $2,000 purple sewing machine, my first choice machine, that would be all I could buy out of the money that I saved up. I wouldn't be able to buy any supplies or any of the things that I want mm-hmm. based on like months and months of research and all the videos I've been watching and all the FOMO and all that. Um, and consumerism and capitalism. Anyway. So I was like, uh, what else is out there? You know, I don't need to even spend this much on a first time machine. What else is out there that's, you know, not the $100 machine I could get at a Walmart. So I found <laughs> one and it's a singer and it's for quilter, quilting. I can't speak, sorry. <laughs> and it was half the price of the, the machine I had originally planned to buy. Right. 
And there was one shop that I could find online that still had the damn thing in stock. It's been around for years and years. It's not like a brand new model or anything, but everybody's buying sewing machines right now. Um, and it's coming over from Alabama. And in true southeastern part of the country fashion, it started in Alabama. I watched it on the tracking, went up to Tennessee, and then came back down to Florida. <laughs> well, uh, it went backwards before it went right. forward. Yeah. And if you're not aware, if you want to fly on a major airline within Florida, you will drive. To, you will fly to Atlanta. <laughs> you will fly back down to Florida. That's just how it works around here. We got to go north before it comes out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, hopefully I will be learning how to thread and use a sewing machine in the next day, two days by the weekend. Um, I'm very excited, but yeah, somehow I keep forgetting that. I don't know how I keep forgetting that. Um, so, uh, after, I think it was the Friday night, was it the Friday night hangout we did where I talked? Yeah. So I was like, oh my God. Somebody mentioned me doing Twitch. Somebody mentioned me doing my mm -hmm. own YouTube channel. I think even quilting, doing my quilting stuff. It's like a live stream. <sighs> Y'all got to watch me. I went and looked up Twitch. Yeah. I didn't do anything. I don't have a Twitch account. I don't, uh, uh. I don't know. I don't know. Um. So, and yes, Tayshu says it must be FedEx. They route most through Tennessee. Yes, yep. it is FedEx. <laughs> Yep. It is FedEx. I was really impressed with the the sewing machine, the sewing shop, because I saw other things there, but the sewing shop I got the machine from because they do a thing, I guess for a certain type of order, like a machine or a certain dollar amount, before they would ship it out, they called to confirm my information to make sure like this was me and it was legit. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, with FedEx, normally, it's just drop stuff at the door, whatever. But this one, we have to sign for it. Uh, and I'm okay with that because it's a sewing machine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, and I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so yeah. And um, I got, a, we got a question from Mel in the live stream chat about the color of my nails. Um, these are poorly painted. So podcast listeners be glad you can't see them. Um, <laughs> they're a duochrome or a metallic, uh, polish from hollow taco. And I can't remember the name of the color, but they're the one that shifts from bright purple to like a bluey gray, um, purple days. They might be called. I can't remember. Um, but I got um, a Hollow Taco gift card for Christmas and bought polishes and then realized I want more. Um, Hollow Taco, if anybody's looking for a nail polish, I do not normally wear regular polishes on my fingernails because the reason I usually do gel is because gel lasts and doesn't chip. Mm -hmm. um, even though my nails look like crap because I don't know how to paint my nails, on the nails that are fully covered in um, polish, only one has chipped and that's my thumbnail. And I do a lot with my thumbs, um, <laughs> but the rest of my fingernails have the polish has not chipped and it's been on five days. So if anybody mm -hmm. was curious about hollow taco nail polish, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> you think? That's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going on mm -hmm. as always. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Pets, kids, mm -hmm. work. 
I'm going to learn how to be a sewer. It was weird walking in that sewing machine store because she was like, oh, what, what kind of machine are you interested in? I was like, well, I'm, I'm hoping to, yeah, I wanna, I'm thinking about buying a sewing machine. Oh, for what? Quilting. Oh, how long have you been quilting? Never. I've never been quilting. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, she was a very nice, the sales lady was a very nice person and the only employee masked up. Okay. I was yeah. looking at the owner or whatever. And I was like, mm, you can stay 20 feet away. Please do. <laughs> um, but, um. She, I think, saw an easy, I think she thought she saw an easy mark because they were like, here's this $2,500 machine, which was great. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Here's this $2,000 machine. Oh, and if you buy the $2,000 machine, we'll sell you the $4,000 cabinet only for $1,500. And I was like, those are goals? But I just walked up in here and told you I've never used a sewing machine in my life. But sure, what I should do is commit 3000 or more dollars yeah. to yeah. it. Sounds reasonable to me. Why not? I yeah. know there are people who do stuff like that. And if you if you can do it, more power to you. I am not one of those people. I am not one of those people. <laughs> so. Yeah. So we're, we're waiting on that arrival. And that should be here sometime today. And for right now, the kitchen is going to be with the dining table. It's actually the dining room. It's not the yeah. kitchen. The dining room is going to be where I am. And we have storage. We did not plan it this way, but our dining room table has storage built in. And we have a bench that goes with our dining room table um, that has storage built in. It's holding some of my cross-stitch stuff now. And I've changed where I'm going to sit and do my cross-stitch. So maybe I'll be able to stitch more. I am living my best grandma life, yeah. and I'm here for it. Well, you kind of had to find a new spot to cross-stitch because the dog took over your spot on the love seat. She won't even let me sit on the love seat. When I sit in that on that side of the love seat, she will come up on the love seat and get behind me as if to say, well, you can sit on the edge of the couch, but yeah. this comfy back part, that's still totally my seat. Hmm. It's funny. She doesn't do that to me. I know. There's a lot of things she doesn't do to you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah hmm. i think that's enough. oh no 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 yeah no i'm good i'm good what 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 <laughs> i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good okay so i think uh so, oh, and Tayshu in the live stream mm. chat says, thank you for the shout out during Monday's video on collars. You're welcome. Mm. You're welcome. I could not see me talking about collars, not being like, look at this one around my neck by right, elegantly right. out. <laughs> 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 yeah. So if anybody hasn't uh, heard or doesn't know, we have two videos out. One came out on Friday, one uh, on Monday, because we're trying to get back to our schedule, which I'm going to blow up for the Kinky Book Club video. <laughs> will be on a Friday again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we talked about rope bondage and we talked about collars. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at us talking mm-hmm. about shit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We mm-hmm. are going to go yeah. because I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I think you're excited for the FedEx. Now that I remember up. that it's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So thank y'all for listening and being mm-hmm. here. Thanks for being and, here with us. Uh, podcast listeners, YouTube watchers, all of you. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, we're grateful for you. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.